Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Monday to join us today. We pray that it will be a blessing and an encouragement to you. Take your Bible and let's go to the book of Psalm. The book of Psalms. Psalms 19 is where we're going to be. Psalm 19. Of course, we have been going through the summer of faith. And uh, as we are coming down to just the final uh, few weeks of our summer of faith, uh, I started just a little mini-series within that on faith in the Word of God and uh, why we can trust the Word of God. Of course, uh, this is not a historical uh, you know, background kind of study. It really is just what the Bible says about itself and uh, why we can trust what the Bible says about itself and what it, what it is and what it does. Uh, we can have faith in what it is, what it says it is, and we can have faith in what it says that it will do in the life of of believers. I don't know about you, but I am thankful for this Bible. I am thankful that God has preserved his perfect, inerrant, inspired, infallible word so that we in 2023 can have and know what God says. You know, when I open this King James Bible and I read you verses or you read verses in your own private time, it's not just my own thoughts, it is God's thoughts. If you want to know uh, what is going to be happening in the future, go to the Bible. If you need to know how to make a decision or what to do uh, in in the day-to-day life of the believer, go to the Word of God. The Bible says about itself in Psalm 119 that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Bible is sufficient. There are many different views on the Word of God, and we at Calvary Baptist Church... And myself, I believe that the Bible is inspired, inerrant, infallible, completely applicable for today's day and age. And it, 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 it um, contains all that we need in all matters of faith and practice. There is not one error. There's not one contradiction. You can trust this Bible. The last couple of weeks, we have been looking at what the Bible is and then what it does. What the Bible is, uh, first we saw in verse 7a, the first part of verse 7, is that it is the law of the Lord and that it is perfect. What it is, it's the law of the Lord. And what it does, it's perfect. And then we see, but it it also is sure. The Bible says in 7b that the testimony of the Lord, what it is, is sure. Making wise the simple, what it does, I'm sorry. So we see the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. That's what it is and what it does. And then we see the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Well, today we're going to look at the first part of verse 8, and we're going to look at what the Bible is and also what the Bible does. So read with me here. I pray that you have your Bible. If you have a Schofield, it's page 607. We see that the Bible, verse 8, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Let's first look at what the Bible is. According to verse 8, it says that the statutes of the Lord are right. The Bible is right. The word right here, it means to be straight, to be upright, to be correct. 
it is right. Maybe you've heard of an upright angle or a 90 degree angle. That is a right angle. You'll know that there is a bottom line and then there's a straight line. It's a right angle. And the same, it's similar principle here. It's straight. It's upright. It's exactly what it needs to be. It is, it's right. It's correct. There's no errors in it. Matthew Henry once said, exactly agreeing with the eternal rules and principles of good and evil, that is, with the right reason of man and the right counsels of God, all God's precepts concerning all things are right, just as they should be. Notice the verse says, the statutes of the Lord are right. The word of God and what God has to say about things are completely right. They're completely true. And as Matthew Henry explained, all of God's precepts concerning all things, they're right, they're correct, they're upright. If you remember the book of Proverbs, it's got 31 chapters. And the book of Proverbs, a proverb is something that we can govern our lives by. Something that we can take and govern or live our lives by. Principles of wisdom. The Bible, it is right. It is the statutes of the Lord are right. God's governance, the things that God says and the ways that we ought to live our lives according to the Bible are right. They're right. The statutes of the Lord are right. I encourage you to take take your Bible and flip over with me to Psalm 119. To Psalm 119, where the uh, verse 128, Psalm 119 and verse 128, where the Bible says, Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. We see a contrasting here. Notice He esteems all thy precepts, that's the word of God, concerning all things to be right. So everything God says is right, and then he contrasts the things of God that are right with the things that are false, the way of falsehood which is wrong. And I hate every false way. If you're going to love the word of God, you're going to have to hate the philosophies of this world. We must love the word of God and hate every false way way. Every false way to God, every false way to heaven, every false way to know Jesus Christ as personal Savior, we must hate those because the Bible, it gives one way to heaven, one way to God, one way to know Jesus Christ, and it is through the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on the cross for the sins of all mankind. So we see that the testimony of the, uh, I'm sorry, the statutes of the Lord are right. And then, so that's what it is. What does it do? It says that it rejoicing the heart, rejoices the heart. Because the Bible is right, it rejoices the heart. Jeremiah 15, 16 says, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called to thy name, or I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. He, Jeremiah says here that the words that he found that were God's words, they brought joy and rejoicing to his heart. Does that happen to you? Do you find joy and rejoice at the word of God? Are you thankful for it? I know I am, and I pray you are as well. But the statutes, those that are the things that are right, 
the Bible, it should rejoice our heart. Albert Barnes said, making the heart glad by the fact that they are equitable and just and glad as the result of obedience. It is always a source of true happiness when we can feel that we are under just and equal laws. Laws in themselves right and laws administered in righteousness and truth. It's interesting that in today's day and age, we hear so much about equality, so much about equity, so much about making sure everything is fair. Well, friend, there is one thing in this world that is completely right, completely fair, completely equitable, and it is the word of the living God. The statutes of the Lord are right. And because of that, we can rejoice. It rejoices our heart. The Bible is a just standard, and therefore we rejoice because it is equal in all parts and in all judgment. When you come to the Word of God, what I see or what is required of me based on the Word of God is required of you based on the Word of God. The Bible is an equal opportunist employer. It is completely right. It is fair. It is just. It is correct. I pray today that you will love the Bible more, that your faith will grow in what the Bible is and what it does. I pray that you have a good rest of your day and a good rest of your week, and we look forward to being with you again next Monday. Have a great day.